Welcome. You've joined the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Our show is here to help you achieve better, better love, better sex, and a better, more intimate relationship. Are you ready? Take notes and send us your questions. This is the Sexy Lifestyle. Now, here are your hosts, Carol and David. Hey everyone, this is David and we have a super special show for you today. We're actually going to combine our Sexy Lifestyle show with Carol and David along with the amazing Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce and her show, Conscious Living. And we have some special guests here for you today. We're live at the Ultimate Women's Expo in Atlanta. We have some special guests and I'm not going to do very much talking today, so I'm going to hand the mic over to Carol and she's going to take over from here with the amazing Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce. Hi everyone, I'm Carol. And I'm Nancy. And we're here today in Atlanta enjoying this wonderful show. We have some wonderful people here to talk to today. We're surrounded by the sexiest of the sexy. <laughs> now, the Ultimate Woman Show in Atlanta is all about women, of course, and that's why we're taking over the show today, obviously. Yes, all power. about women. Yes, girl power, as you know. And um, the show is here. It's spectacular. I don't even know how many booths there are, but there's hundreds of people here all taking care of women, whether it's hair, jewelry, clothing, and, of course, sexuality. Yay! That's what we're here for. And we're sitting in front of the beautiful Bunny Lampert. Hey, Bunny. So we are so excited to be here representing Sibian Company. You've been, you've been a huge advocate for women, and you are one of the most loving, kind people I've ever met. So it's truly a privilege to be here with you. Can you tell us just a little bit about your role with Sibian and what made it so that Sibian needed to be here at this event this, this year? Well, the Ultimate Women's Expo is obviously designed specifically for women. So, Sibian wanted to join the group and see how this experience would work. It's not our normal expo. I mean, normally we try to, you know, speak to um, other advocates of, you know, sex positivity. Um, so, this is a little bit of a new venue for us and I think it's been just a wonderful experience for everybody involved. Now one of your many roles with Sibian is that you are the director of education. Yes. Yes. And so that inspired you to bring some educators with you this week. I have. I'm, I am pleased to say that Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce and Jennifer Rainier from Geeky Sexy Love is here to sh uh, share all of their knowledge with the participants here at the Ultimate Women's Expo. And it's important to have educators on board with Sibian that can speak to all the aspects of how Sibian can empower women. And the whole premise of this, this whole event is about women empowering yes. women. Yes. Right? And Carol, you, you're a huge empowerer of women. Oh, I, thank you. I, I love your approach to the whole genre of human sexuality. I just think that women who are authentic to themselves and just not trying to do anything out of the ordinary except be themselves, be as feminine as they want to be, be as masculine as they want to be, there's no right or wrong way for us. We have to know that 
just be yourself is the best way to be. You know, everyone knows that I like to show off and be a little bit sexy, but that's just me. That's me expressing who I am. And we love having Jen here with us. Hi. <laughs> you had a very special role. We, we saw you guys working yesterday, explaining the Sibian to some women and their eyes were popping. Your yes. information about the Sibian is awesome. And oh, your approach so much to education fun. too. And that's what we really love to do. My husband, Sean, and I um, operate out of Augusta, Georgia, and we, we love talking to people um, and helping them kind of find their inner sexy goddess or God, whatever <laughs> the case may be. And working with Sibian is great. We absolutely love that toy. We've had so much fun with it ourselves. We had the opportunity to participate in the, the what, what was that called again? The Ruby Red World Tour or something. <laughs> so we got to uh, give the Sibian a test drive and we had so much fun with it. And we love introducing other people to different ways that they can get pleasure and Sibian is one of the best ways. Now the Ruby Red was an actual red Sibian that did the mm-hmm. world tour. Yes. I think you told us about that yes. event. That was a lot of fun you were Went saying. Went all over the world and even on a cruise. Yes. It was great. <laughs> oh, the stories she could tell. <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, I don't know why, but I always mm-hmm. refer to a Sibian as a she. I do too. You do too. I do too. What, what's that about? Um, I, think it, I think it has to do with the fact that my father, when he designed it, specifically at that time, over 30 years ago, was trying to bring a way for women to express themselves in a way that women don't believe that they can, having multiple, multiple orgasms, both clitoral and vaginal, continuously for 30 minutes. That's his idea. He thinks every woman in the world should be able to do that if they want to, when they want to, and do that with their partner. And so I've always referred to Sibians as she's. Can we clone him? Yes. <laughs> well ahead of his time. Oh yes. my goodness. <laughs> because 31 years ago, people, I think that's been the, the thing that we've seen here is that people are shocked to know mm-hmm. that here is this beautiful toy that they've never heard of. And it's been around for 31 years. So imagine the minds we are opening this weekend. That's a whole idea. Well, let's talk a little bit about what we saw yesterday with, I mean, hundreds and hundreds of women coming into our booth, uh, getting, learning about the Sibian, finding out that there is such a thing that you can actually sit on and ride. When their eyes open like that and they Mm -hmm. look at it and then they see and touch, like, to me, that was just like a whole new world opened for them. They didn't even know existed. Yes. How does that make you feel, Bunny, that you're bringing this to somebody's life and they don't even know that it's there? It never gets old. (laughs) And I knew that coming here, we had spoke about it before, that there were going to be many, many women that had not even heard of the Sibian. And that's one of the reasons why we're here, to open that door, to have exposure, to talk about pleasure, to talk about sexy doesn't have an expiration date, that you have to keep your um, sexy health life going. And I knew that bringing the Sibian here would be an eye-opener. And we have awesome pictures, and we've the stories, um, women who didn't know that things like this were possible and didn't even exist, it's amazing. I really wish that we could have taken pictures of all of these women and like handed them to them later like mm. with your first Sibian exp- you know expression mm. or like something like that because they their expressions were priceless it would have been fun to have a Sibian cam on as that's what you were yeah. saying yeah. <laughs> a little GoPro like just recording the reactions a Sibian cam that's a, no, that's a whole new concept oh. there we go I'm liking that I think the important thing is that we were telling people 
I mean, people don't know what they don't know, right? right? And then as soon as they know it, they say, oh my gosh, this is a whole nother point of view. It's like a mind shift or um, just a different way of looking at things. It's a new approach. So uh, that the women's pleasure, knowing that, or just reinforcing the fact that we're responsible for our own orgasms, we're responsible for our own sexual pleasure, and that's like giving permission to them to go ahead and explore that avenue. Mm -hmm. I think it's so important that we are here at this type of convention, because if we, if we just went to a sex-positive convention, it's like you're preaching to the choir. Mm -hmm. Whereas here, people may not expect to get what they get when they come here. And so we really are providing a service of where here we all are, are all normal people, functional people standing at a booth talking freely and comfortably about a very sensitive subject that most people are afraid or ashamed to talk about. Well, and we bring it into the light without and, any shame or guilt. And right. several women said thank you for that. Yes. Mm -hmm. They did definitely noted that it's not um, obvious here with all the hundreds of booths where like maybe one or two that are even talking about sex and they just say thank you for bringing this to our attention because it's, it's important for everybody. And our approach of course as people came to the booth was that we're here talking about sexual health and wellness and how sexual pleasure is a very important part of life and almost everyone said amen to that. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes a did. lot of hallelujahs. Yes. <laughs> And the work that we do, our motto is changing cultural conversations about sexuality. Mm -hmm. And that's what we really strive to do is to bring conversations about sex out in the open, out of the closet, mm -hmm. and, and into a more public forum so that people are more confident comfortable talking about this because that makes them then more comfortable embracing it for themselves. Now there was plenty of mothers and daughters who walked along. Yes. Uh, some mothers in their 70s and daughters in their 50s but there were some mothers in their 30s with daughters in their teens. Well maybe not quite 40s and teens whatever works out you know what I mean. But we saw all different ages of mothers and daughters and I did note that when the daughters were in their teens the mothers pushed them away and as if they shouldn't be looking at this. Right. Um, but some of them peeked around the corner and definitely wanted to be involved so I'm kind of glad that they had an opportunity to approach this and maybe at the end of the day those mothers and daughters were going to have a conversation about what they saw at the Sibian booth. I'm going to pipe in for a second. I'm sitting here listening to the four of you chat and I actually had a conversation with a couple of daughters in their I'd say 20s or 30s who are like I want to know about this but let me see if my mom's around. Mm -hmm. Like how, how bad is that that a daughter isn't comfortable talking about her sexuality with her mother? Well, I think it's That's bad typical. and it's mm -hmm. typical. Exactly. I was yeah. going to say normal, but yes, it's unfortunate. Yeah. But those conversations that if we can open them up so that they actually do have a conversation at the end of the day, then that would be even better that we did our jobs. And one of the classes that I teach is to parents on how to talk to your kids about sex. And when, because I get the question, when should I start talking to my kids about sex? And I said, have you had children yet? <laughs> yes, <laughs> right away. As soon as you have children, you start talking to them about sexuality and what's natural is, you know, their body, call their body parts what they are. Don't use those little cutesy terms about the pee -pee their, 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 yeah, yes. yes. <laughs> you know, just call it what it is. If it's an elbow, call it an elbow. Oh, right. If it's a penis, call it a penis. And and that opens up the conversation about just normal function of your body and then what feels good, what doesn't, consent, all of that starts at infancy. Absolutely. And it's really easy to do in age-appropriate ways. Yes. Um, for the most part, answer your children's questions. And I think a, lot of, a mistake a lot of parents make is maybe 
to go too far <laughs> on their parent. You know, their their child might ask a very simple question, answer their question simply and honestly. Don't over elaborate or and give them too much information. Otherwise, they're going to put their fingers in their ears and not right. ask again, right? And not ask again yes. or tune you out. Yes, so, absolutely. Um, that that's an, just small bites. <laughs> kids want small. They want the information, but give it to them in small little bites. And a lot of times, when kids ask a question, then they're met with a lecture. Rather than information. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. I think we need to be clear about just giving concise, age-appropriate information that they can digest. And the video that we have here at the booth, which does show somebody using the Sibian, obviously in fully closed, so it's not a pornographic video. And a lot of the younger people were very keen to see it. I'm not saying, you know, teenagers. I'm talking about younger people who wanted to see it. Uh, and, and not only that, but they kind of um, have never, maybe never seen that kind of thing, a woman enjoying her sexuality riding a Sibian like right. that. Correct. So, Nancy, I'm going to ask you a question. We're talking about kids who were telling to talk to their parents about their sexuality. But don't you think it's important for a parent at a very young age to tell their children if you have any questions, come talk to me. So many kids are learning about sex, watching porn, Mm -hmm. and porn has its place in sexuality in terms of entertainment, but that's not where you get the education. And I think a lot of kids are afraid to talk to their parents because their parents have never said, you know, your dad and I, we have a really good sex life, and if you have any questions, come ask us. I think that's hugely important, and that's, so that's why I, I, I could do education for kids, but I prefer to do it for parents because the parents need to know what the kids are going to ask and how to approach it. But parents have to get comfortable with their sexuality first. So here we are at an expo with mostly adults who are just learning to be comfortable with their sexuality. So the more we can all open these conversations with people, I love what you said, Jen, about changing cultural changing cultural conversation. That that's just a key phrase. Yeah. I hope people take that away from the show today because that's what we all need to do is just to get more comfortable and confident with this very natural healthy topic. All right. Well, since we're doing a combo show today and we have Carol from The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David and Nancy from Conscious Living, both on The Sexy Lifestyle Talk Radio Network, Nance, we're going to let you take us into a break. And when we come back, we're going to talk more with Jen, Bunny, Nancy and Carol all about the Ultimate Sex Expo, (laughs) the Ultimate Women's Expo. (laughs) Sex is on his brain, that's for sure. That's something new. All right, so here we are with all these fabulous people. You need to stay tuned because we've got a lot more sexiness coming your way. We'll be right back. Maximize your orgasms and just let go. The Throes of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket guarantees to keep your sheets dry, no matter how wet it gets. From massage oils to lubes and beyond, we've got your bed covered. So just throw it down and get it on and get lost in your very own Throes of Passion. Then toss it aside and bask in the afterglow of great sex in warm, dry sheets. The all-new Naked Fleece provides a soft and sexy playscape, while the Stay Dry Barrier protects your bed, your couch, and even your carpet. It's machine washable, large enough to cover a king-size bed, and light enough to travel discreetly. To get your own Throes of Passion waterproof pleasure blanket, visit thesexylifestyle.com and order yours today. That's thesexylifestyle.com. Great sex starts now. 
You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. Hi, everyone. We are Carol and David from The Sexy Lifestyle. And of course, we have Nancy from The the Conscious Living Show. And we're having a great time here at the Ultimate Women's Expo. And we're talking with Bunny Lampert. And we're talking with Jen from Geeky Sexy Love. And we're having a wonderful conversation all about women. But yesterday, Nancy, Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce, you had a wonderful talk. We had uh, Sibian presenting Nancy on stage, in the center stage, which was a wonderful discussion about pleasure is a birthright. But before we talk about that, I'd like to ask Bunny, why was it so important for you to make sure that you had a piece, an educational piece, on the main stage that represented your brand? Because Sibian, everything about Sibian starts with women understanding and accepting their birthright and Dr. Nancy is the expert speaking about that she's been talking about that and speaking all over the world about that and so having an educational um, instructor teacher um, a beautiful woman that can help women own and understand where they you know need to be consciously and mindfully so that they can be open to all sexuality which includes toys and have different experiences is really important to Sibian. And I think that really gives you an edge first of all on the products that you're selling, the products that you develop and of course that's what your business is all about and your business Nancy is talking to people and educating them. Mm -hmm. So how about if you just give us a rundown of what the real key points were of your discussion yesterday uh, on the main stage. One of the first things that's important to me when I'm speaking to a group is to uh, assess my audience and so here we have a very wide variety of ages so I try to keep it um, you know, relevant to everybody here. And the, the conversation starts with permission to be sexual, the permission to have pleasure. And because many women are still, um, still really held down, they're suppressed by culture, society, religion, family, whatever their belief models are, they've suppressed their sexuality. So one is they need permission to shed that so that they can open up to what they are what their birthright is which is ultimate optimal sexual pleasure and then i talk a lot about communicating that pleasure you know knowing your body you have to know who you are and what you like before you can tell somebody else what you want and what you like or sexually. what you don't like sexually well in any facet i've worked with women for 3 decades in health in some way and oftentimes i ask women what do you need what, what, what's your heart's desire? They can't answer I me. I know, exactly. They just don't know. They don't know. They've never asked themselves. So that was one of the first things I asked. What is it you want? And did, it, did you see in your audience that people started thinking like, oh, right, I'm getting it. Are you seeing the lights turn on in absolutely, their minds? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, I can certainly imagine. You, you watch people's faces. You can see that they might be kind of drifting, and then you say something that, that resonates with them, and they look you in the eyes, and they start nodding their head, yes, and, and they sit up a little straighter in their chair, and they come a little bit more forward, and now you know you've got, they're engaged because you've said something that they needed to hear. 
And which is the truth, right, Bunny? That's what your product is all about as well, is getting people to acknowledge the fact that the sexual pleasure that they are feeling when they're using your product is something that's very good for them. It's not a bad thing. It's a good thing. And women don't get that, right? right. They don't get that that's what's good about life. Right. And so in my talk, I list uh, an array of health benefits from sexual pleasure. It, when we deny ourselves pleasure in any form, but in particular sexual, we deny ourselves a lot of other life pleasures, mm. like happiness, yes. like vibrancy, like uh, intimacy and bonding. So mm. it, the talk really went through why, why we need to do this, why we're we even having this conversation. Well, absolutely. And Jen, when you're doing your uh, sexual education, uh, when you get a chance to talk to people, what is your key focus that you want to tell women? Well, that their pleasure, that they own their own pleasure, that they don't need to rely on a partner and they, and they really shouldn't be relying on a partner for their pleasure, that, that they have ownership over it. And unless they do, it's going to be very difficult for them to receive pleasure from someone else because they can't put into words what it is that they need and want to give that to them. So it, the more that you know yourself, the more that you n know your body, and the more that you shed some of the, the shame that's been ingrained in you along the way, the more you're open to receiving pleasure with a partner. It's, it's so interesting. Yeah, it's me again. I know you haven't heard a lot from me, but <laughs> I'm still here. It's so interesting that you say that because we talk so often about the need for women to give themselves permission yes. to have and ask for great sex. You know, it's been so many years where they've been almost doing what the male wants them to do. And now, yes. you know, it's coming out in the world where women are able to say, I want to do something good for me, whether it be self-pleasuring, whether it be with their partner, whether it be swinging, whether it be alternative lifestyle, doesn't matter, but they get to choose. They get to drive. And, you know, we know it being swingers that in the swinging community, it's the woman who drives and she has her foot on the gas or on the brake. So I think it's a really good point. And Nancy, when you were up there yesterday, you were talking about the women making those choices. Mm -hmm. When we think about sexuality, um, you know, they always say that art depicts life. So if we can look at what porn has been depicting for the last 20 years, uh, particularly the last 10 years, it's depicted male-centered sexual pleasure. So that's really been a reflection of our cultural belief that sex is about the man. Well, because men are the ones making the porn. Right. So, so now, we, now we've come to this day and age where women are saying, mm-mm, you know, I need and want my own pleasure also. It needs to be mutual. Mm -hmm. And so that's where a lot of our education is, is empowering women to, to accept what is by nature theirs. We've just not, I mean, just the fact that we've never talked about the clitoris in any education programs ever. It's just mind-boggling. I cannot even believe it. I have a friend who's in nursing school right now who literally walked out of her biology class because her professor told her that the clitoris was not important in the reproductive system. Right. Oh my gosh. Right. And, and it, so it's, it still being it's still being taught right. that, like, that it's not necessary. I just right. got goosebumps hearing that. That right. is so bad. And yet, we have all these cultures that remove girls' clitorises yes. in order to control their sexuality. So we know that it's known the power of the clitoris. Mm -hmm. Honestly, right? our culture removes our clitoris in a more kind of metaphorical <laughs> sense. Yeah, yeah we, just, right. we just take it out of the books. We, well, we just... <laughs> we we don't just talk about it. We right. just take their pleasure out. And, and, you know, historically, we have. Right. The, yeah. the changes that have been happening in the last decade have been amazing. Right. And 
in terms of embracing female pleasure? It's taken a long time to get over Freud. Yes. You know, yeah. Freud really messed messed with us when he he really implied that the clitoris was an immature way for pleasure. That the 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 mature pleasure was all vaginally. And it's it's very interesting. You know, we live in the world of sexuality, and still today, when we go on. Our, the big cruises we just got off the bliss cruise and we go with SDC and we go to hedonism and you talk to women and you talk to guys about the clit they still think it's that little button that sits in a hood right and you know Nancy I'll let you explain how big the clit really is yeah, the clitoris is um, it's a it's like a wishbone shape and it runs deep in the body and it runs all the way down the outer labia down to the perineum which is at the base of the vaginal opening so it is a massive organ and it is an organ I mean it's functioning it's it it doesn't um, there there, tip, there are typically no diseases of it but there are it is it's a primary purpose is sexual pleasure and that's part of the reason that it's been taken out of the conversations because women's sexual pleasure has been a non-issue we just haven't needed to talk about it because it wasn't important or discouraged it's or actively been, discouraged. it was actively discouraged and I'm glad to see that things are actually changing and I know in the last five years things have been accelerating since we've been in the sexual education and promoting sex positivity uh, David and myself that we've learned so much about the clitoris and we're spreading the word that we're really glad that that's actually happening yes so it is a change in our culture that hopefully will continue with events like this where women are getting together and they're learning about how to empower themselves whether it's with their hair their face their skin their clothes their jewelry feel good and being happy including the sexual expression that we're talking about in our booth so that is a wonderful change that is happening clitoracy matters clitoracy <laughs> matters I like that <laughs> I think you might have just coined a new, a new brand there, Nancy. I think that's wonderful. So this is the Sexy Lifestyle and the Conscious Living Show. And we are going to take a break right here. Thanks very much for talking with us. We've got Bunny Lambert and we've got Jen from uh, Geeky Sexy Love. And we are here at the Ultimate Women's Expo. We're just going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to learn a whole lot more about the Sibian and why it's important in our lives. Stay tuned. Your sex energy is your life energy. That's a central focus of The Conscious Living Show with Dr. Nancy Sutton-Pierce and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sexual life is a parameter for your physical, mental, and intimate relationship health. If something is out of whack, by listening, you may be able to identify the problem and fix it. And it's not always about the sex. Tune in to The Conscious Living Show, broadcasting live every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time and 12 noon Eastern Time on the Sexy Lifestyle Network. Are listening to the sexy lifestyle with carol and david got a burning question or comment about today's show send an email to ask at carolandavid.com and we just might be answering your question next now back to this week's show welcome back this is dr nancy with the conscious living show and i'm here with carol and david with the sexy lifestyle on the sexy lifestyle network and we have Bunny Lampert, the Director of Education and Marketing Guru for Sibian, and Jen with Sexy Geeky with yeah, Love. Geeky Sexy Love. Geeky Sexy Love. Sexy Geeky Love. Geeky Sexy Love. I love that. 
And we're here talking about at the Ultimate Women's um, Expo in Atlanta, Georgia. And we've had, yesterday was our first day, we had a incredible experience talking to women about sexuality, health, wellness, and just bringing it into a very natural, functional light. Certainly yes. it was a comfortable atmosphere where people could open up and talk to us. And it was great that we had the educators here and uh, sex positive advocates. And we were, I don't know, uh, seven or eight people in our booth all talking to people. They swamped our booth. Believe me, there was like one after the other after the other. And I think for some people it was the highlight of their day. And the uh, oohs and ahs when we, they saw the Sibian in use in the video and then touched it with the demonstration and the education that Bunny was giving. But, but I know the times are changing and that women are becoming more aware of their sexuality. Can you tell us how Sibian has adapted your thinking and your planning and your marketing to adapt to this changing time and to capture more of the women's sexuality in this new you know, community that we have here? Well, I think for Sibian, <coughs> the original, you know, dream was to have every woman have a Sibian, right? Every woman needs a Sibian in their life to either have by themselves for pleasure or to have with their uh, partner. So as the times are changing and the educators are speaking more about women and their pleasure, Sibian is going to change along with that and we're changing the way that we talk to women and that we market to women and making sure that we're speaking directly to women about their sexuality and taking back that responsibility because Sibian is actually all about that. Sibian is about women being empowered and being able to learn more about their bodies and teach um, themselves more about their bodies so that they can turn around and have that sexiness and have that uh, partnership you know, directly with their partner. I think it's so important now that women are um, aware that there's, um, you know, more to life than whatever their partners can give them, that they have an opportunity to do more things. And when they find out that a Sibian is made for that, uh, we saw so many faces light up yesterday, right, Dr. Nancy? Oh my gosh, yes. Every face lit up. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I think when people walk by our booth, first of all, our booth looks beautiful because it's just purple and girly and welcoming and lovely and then they see the video and they see it's a very classy elegant video of a woman riding a Sibian a couple using a Sibian clothed and very you know it's very tact tactful very intimate. Um, and and welcoming and people caught that caught people's eye and then people saw the actual Sibian the eyes got big, the mouths went, oh. <laughs> I think a lot of people were having little O's. <laughs> yes. And those giggles. And the giggles. The oh first my gosh. Sibian O face. Yes. <laughs> so, Bunny, I, I want to just go back a little bit. You're talking about, you know, Sibian is like one of the first, 30 years old, one of the first original sexual devices out there. It's number one in its category. And you're talking about changing your marketing mm. strategy towards women, you're not changing the device, it's the same device, why is it so important for women to try a Sibian, to try any sex toy, and to do it on their own, and not that it's their partner, their man, who gets it for them and says, here, use this? I think it's about reclaiming. Thank you. Reclaiming your pleasure or claiming your some for some people it's claiming it for the first time But taking that step to give yourself pleasure is a very empowering moment And why do you think women haven't done it in the past? 
because culturally we've been taught not to. We've been taught to give the partners in our life pleasure and not to think so much about our own. There are so many women that don't, that don't even understand that they, they think that they are not as responsive as their partner because it takes a woman on average 20 to 30 minutes to become fully aroused. And you don't and see it like a man. With you a partner. see the right. erection. <laughs> we don't right. see that uh, the erect uh, clitoris because we don't see it. We and might feel a little bit horny inside and exactly. we know something's happening. But it's not a visual cue. It's not a visual cue. But the same thing is actually happening to the clitoris oh, as yeah. is happening to the male penis. It's, it's the same tissue. It's the same tissue. It's, it's erectile same, tissue. It, it starts as the same thing in an exactly. embryo. That's I what actually a lot tell of women, like, that's your cock right well, there. Yes. <laughs> we, we, start, we all start off as female. Yes. And then a different enzyme comes in that's from the Y chromosome and starts to turn it into a penis rather than a clitoris. Exactly. So we all start with a clitoris. Mm, interesting. Very, very interesting. Yeah. And of course the man's penis which is also used for uh, urination. So it's got two functions right. at the end of the day where ours stays right. perfectly ours pure. splits <laughs> and just because one for pure pleasure. So we have a toy and yes. then we have function. <laughs> but I, I, And I think, Bunny, you were saying yesterday that that it has traditionally been men who buy these for their partners that yes. the people purchasing it yes over the, over the history of Sibian mostly our purchases are men and one of the goals is to change that dynamic so that women now owning their own sexuality and making the decisions about their um, sex choices and toys and uh, coming you know, into their own pleasure, will be purchasing Sibians for themselves. So the whole coming around the circle with the Sibian in the and bringing the educators in is to combine the two so that we can change that dynamic and have women being not only responsible for their own sexuality, but making the choices of what they're going to use, how they're going to use it, and bring that into their you know relationship and into their life. Now, I think this is probably a good point to note that even though your goal is now to get women to use it and for their own pleasure, that men actually also get good pleasure from it. So maybe they're not buying it for themselves or buying it for their partner. However, of course, our Sibian, we use, David and I use it together. And there's plenty of things you can do together on a Sibian. David loves sitting on it. He rides it on the flat top, of course. And I suck his cock while he's doing it. And he just loves it. He you go crazy for that. Yeah, I talk about turnabout play all the time, and that's exactly what it's all about. It's not all about the woman with the Sibium. It's about the experience. And you can do turnabout play. Your partner, male partner, or, or your other partner can sit on the Sibian, and you there, it just changes the whole dynamic because now you're in control of him, and you can do all kinds of fun, sexy things with your partner sitting on the Sibian. Well, you know, we talk a lot about in female sexuality we've we've talked about the g-spot which i'd like to rename by the way because that was named by a man and he does he didn't get it quite right so <laughs> it's more of a is a hat called a happy area so it mm. that we have this happy tissue in, up in the anterior wall of the vagina that's the same tissue that's the prostate so prostate stimulation can create the same yummy experience mm. that happy spot stimulation can cause so the the zibian that vibration on the perineum for a man does a lot of uh, mm -hmm. prostate stimulation and yes. that can be very exciting but men are a little bit nervous about the zibian thinking that it's just a woman's toy it's a it's a sexual aid yes 
it it really is a sexual health aid. Yes. I think we should call it because it, it does help both men and women. And yesterday I was blown away and um, Bunny and Nancy, you can talk to this one. When about, it was, I don't know, more than 10 women, we were talking about the Sibia and we were talking about our Throws of Passion waterproof sex blanket. And we opened up this, we tried to open up this discussion with some women and the, all of a sudden they said, I'm married, I don't need any of this. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Or if I get this, I won't need a man. Right. That I, was kind of, that, that we got a lot of comments like that. I didn't get that. Like, Nancy, how did, you, how did you respond to these people who said, I got a man, I don't need any of this sexual voodoo stuff? Well, I, I, I go right to speak to them woman to woman because I can speak from experience. And I know that when I use my Sibian, I crave my husband even more. I want that connection with him even more after I have an experience with the Sibian. It's so intense that you want you want to just fall into them and Mm -hmm. and envelop your husband or your partner. So I think for me it's an it's an added bonus, not a replacement at all. But you know, we always talk about yes, I'm talking a little bit more in this segment, but you know, the the discussion has gotten on to the, the male side. We always talk about spicing up your sex life and living happy, healthy, and horny. And I can just imagine these women who are coming by saying, I got a man, I don't need this. They fuck on their bed, on the left side, in the missionary position, maybe once a week, and that's all they ever get. They don't even think about the other alternatives out there, and there are so many, which we have found is what keeps your marriage, your relationship, your couple strong and going for years and years to come. And I... I think a lot of those women are still thinking that the sex is for the man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That because when, when when we look at the data that tells us that that very few heterosexual women are actually having regular great sex, regular orgasms that are really excited about their sexuality. But heterosexual men are having all the orgasms. We know that there's some kind of a disconnect there. So that's where we have to start educating women about, well, okay, you might be having sex with this man, but how is it? Yeah, maybe not working so well. Yeah. That's so why I think culturally, when she knows that her man is supposed to be taking care of her financially, put the roof over your head, I mean, that's such a traditional view right. of what the role of a man is in your life. I know it's hard to change those mm. traditions. It is. But now's the time. Because we know those traditions are not true. They're not correct. Right. We can be led to believe those things, but it doesn't really work that way. Mm. Today, most households, both both adults are working so it's not that you have to rely on your husband to bring you everything that you possibly could need that you're actually going out there and earning your own income you're doing your own thing you're contributing to your life and your livelihood and your wellness yourself so get over that sex part it includes the sex part too you know that we can be responsible for our lives our livelihood and our security and our sex lives. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's why I think being here at this, you know, expo that's not necessarily about sexuality, but about women's empowerment and women embracing the things that they need in their lives. Being here to be able to introduce that to women is just is just so important. All of the things that we have going on in our booth with the education from Dr. Nancy and uh, demonstrating the Sibian and the Throes of Passion blanket, which I love. I need to get myself one of those. <laughs> it's awesome. <laughs> but like all of those and just, and, 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 you know, again, just returning to these women's faces, how they're lighting up because they've just learned something. They've learned that there's a possibility there that they didn't know existed. Mm-hmm. 
So I have to tell a little story. Yesterday, a woman came up to me after my talk, and she said, I need to talk to you because I've discovered that part of, after I had a hysterectomy, it looks like part of my clitoris is missing. And I said, well, tell me what it looks like. And so she described it to me. And I said, well, did they tell you that there's potential for nerve damage when they do a hysterectomy? And that those nerves, those main nerves that go to the clitoris, <coughs> have been probably severed. And so part of her clitoris was... Paralyzed? Was um, atrophying. Oh, okay. Mm. Because it wasn't oh. being... The nerves were not being innervated. And that's something that isn't being talked about in healthcare. And I've, I've been a nurse for 30 years and a health educator and now a sex doctor. So I see the trends changing. But my, my goal is to get more education into the medical schools because women's sexual health hasn't been a concern. And they do a lot of procedures on women. We're doing labiaplasty. We're doing hysterectomies like they were, like it was just water. Just no big deal. Just take a, just, let's just take it out. You don't need that part. Yes, you do. Mm. Your uterus, all the nerves, all the structure of the whole abdomen and the pelvic, pelvic bowl are vital for our sexuality. The uterus is a m massive part of a orgasm because the uterine contraction is part of the pleasure. So there's so many things that we just haven't talked about or educated women about their bodies. They think, well, I just need to have that part removed. It's oh, not I, simple. Well, I and think that's great, great, great advice. Yeah. At least get uh, the right information out there, which I'm sure is available somewhere. And maybe it is. You can direct people to the right place. And I don't know which great hospital might be that they can go to to find the information. But find out all about it before you have something like that done. Absolutely. Absolutely. And we're having a great discussion here. <laughs> we've got Bunny Lampert from Sibian. And we've been talking about how the times are changing. And we've got a lot of different changes that you're happening in your company. And we're having a great discussion also with sex educator Jen from Geeky Sexy Love and, of course, Nancy from the Sexy... Whoops, it's me from the Sexy Lifestyle. <laughs> We're all from the Sexy Lifestyle. <laughs> <laughs> and Nancy's Conscious Living Show. And we will be right back talking about great sex because great sex matters. matters. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communication specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com That's drnsp.com You are listening to The Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and David. Got a burning question or comment about today's show? Send an email to ask at carolanddavid.com and we just might be answering your question next. Now back to this week's show. All right, this is the Sex and Lifestyle Talk Radio Network, and we're doing a very special show today. We have Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce from our Conscious Living show. We also have Carol from the Sexy Lifestyle with Carol and me, David. And we've been having a great discussion today. And now we're going to get into our Great Sex Matters segment, and we're going to let everybody talk about um, the, the things that are important and the things that we've learned or, or experienced here at the Ultimate Women's Expo. I got it right here in Atlanta. 
So, Dr. Nancy, I think we should start with the discussion that we had earlier, all about how uh, it's so important not to give up on your sexuality. Even though there's some lulls that are natural in our cycle of sexuality from young age to old age, we shouldn't say, okay, that's the end of it. And I hear that so much. Women say, well, that that part of my life is over. (laughs) Really, sex is from before birth to death. And our sexual health is a very important aspect of our overall wellness and health. And when we shut off one thing, we end up shutting. It's a cascade of detrimental effects. So we know that continuing to feel sexy, to uh, live sexy, to think sexy, and to explore your body and give yourself pleasure, that, that really is the fountain of youth. And so I tell women, you know, if, okay, you have a lull, you've had a baby, uh, you have a lull, get back in there, start getting, giving yourself that nurturing and that self-acceptance because it also shifts our body image. I watch women at hedonism um, really shift their body image. doesn't matter what their body looks like. They go there, they start to feel sexy, they start to feel more alive. They feel more confident. They feel more vibrant and juicy. That, that adds so much to every aspect of our lives. And so many people don't know that, that they think that once you have, like you say, lost the, the feeling, mm-hmm. that you actually can work and get it back. Absolutely. Now, it doesn't take a whole lot, but people sometimes don't know. And again, it's, a lot of, it's all about they don't know what they don't know. And then when they find out that there are tools, like we talked about the Sibian yesterday, where you can use the Sibian to reconnect with your body, get back into your body and feel that kind of pleasure that maybe you haven't felt in a long time, and that reconnect with those um, those nerves, the, the what feels good, what doesn't, and communicate that to your partner. And like, even if you don't have a partner anymore, you can still enjoy that pleasure yourself. I'm seeing a lot of women being drawn to procedures like vaginal rejuvenation and, you know, using things like yoni eggs, which I don't recommend. I see them using these things because they've been told that they're broken, mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. They, they, go, they aren't feeling sexual, they, they feel nothing down there. And the, really what they need to do is reconnect with that part of their body. The mind and the body have to be reconnected. And what I've discovered is that if they, if they try to do that with a partner right out of the chute, if they've been disconnected, they feel a lot of pressure. There's almost a performance anxiety. And that's not going to work out really well. Because now you're worried about your thighs and your boobs and your butt and your chin and right. all these and other parts. And you want parts. the lights out and that's yes. not good. <laughs> and and you're, not, you're not into really enjoying the pleasure. And the Sibian allows you time to reconnect with yourself and what feels good to you now. Because what, what feels good to you at 50 is not probably what felt good to you at 30. It's going to, because we are all evolving. Yes, and changing our bodies change, the hormones change. So, Bunny, I know you have seen um, women that have had that experience. How how do you guide them in terms of reconnecting after a a lull? Well, the Sibian is perfect um, for that aspect. It's important to start very slow. It's important to start by yourself without a partner. And partners need to be respective you know, of that and allow their partner's time with the Sibian in the beginning. So we always suggest that you start you know, with non-insertion so that you can reconnect 
to all that wonderful whole clitoris organ and find all the spots. The Sibian is designed so that you can vi- um, massage the, all the female anatomy. And if you can break through the, the mind piece of it and allow yourself to just relax into and feel that pleasure and connect with that, then you can move forward to insertable attachments and then you can bring your partner you know, in slowly and you can do this at your own pace. There's no, there's no rules. And like what we talked about. no rush. And no rush. And like what we talked about in the last segment, which is the clitoris. We all know we have it now, which I can't believe only five years ago. I didn't even know, except that I thought it was a button at the top of the hood. But now that we know the size and the uh, capacity of our clitoris. Magnitude is a great word. Now we know why it feels so good to sit on a Sibian and even have the vibration, even if it's low. We're not talking about going crazy with vibration. The the bumping and grinding that always felt good when you were riding a cock, you can sit on a Sibian and feel that. And now we know why it feels so good right. and why it's important to have that vaginal massage and get everything stimulated before you start, you know, getting into the, the penetration part. So I get that now that we can revisit that whole area on a Sibian or using your hand or, or touching yourself yes. or whatever it might be to reconnect with yourself mm-hmm. because we know now and understand better why it feels so good. Yeah, the whole area, the whole area, the whole vulva. It's not a Volvo, it's a vulva. (laughs) The Volvo's good too, but not not in the same You drive them both. (laughs) So one of the things I do want to get into is that idea that as we age, we're going to have less and less sex. Now, I know personally... That's opposite has happened for me. Exactly. However, Same here. <laughs> right? <laughs> and no, not everybody knows that. So why is it that people think that as they age, they're not going to have as much sex? I think we're still listening to our grandparents, mm. you know, and, and their grandparents and the old myth because, you know, people got busy and during times, it's very interesting when you look at cultures, during times where people are more concerned about survival there's less concern about sexual happiness. It goes back to Maslow's hierarchy. You know, you have yes. to meet your immediate needs. And, and sex yes. is in there in the things that we need. Absolutely. Right. Like, the, you know, the, the things that are, if uh, they're deficient, we need them. But it is one of those higher level needs. You know, it's not food. It's not shelter. Right. But right. we still need it just as much. We do. And, and so when you see the culturals shift to where there's more abundance, then people can start to ask those questions. Am I happy? And what, do I, what, is, what is required for my mm-hmm. happiness? Mm-hmm. And sexuality is a big part of that. But do you think people actually recognize that they're not happy because they're missing sexuality? No. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's where the education comes right. in. Right. Yes. And I think with I think, your experience, what do you think about that? I, I think a lot of women too, unfortunately, they look at menopause as kind of this break that, yeah. that once they hit menopause and they can't have babies anymore, that they're not sexual people anymore. And I think that's a real mistake. Um, well, you know, they, there, there, there's so much, as you were saying before, there, there's treatment. There's so much that you can do for yourself through menopause and come out the other side of it and still be a sexual being. Yes. Um, my best advice is lube. Lube. Yes. Oh, yeah. Lube. Sure. lube is Always your friend. Always have lube. Lube is your friend. <laughs> yeah. Find your favorite lube and use it generously. But when we think about sex education, it's been about procreation. 
Yes. You know, and, and a lot of the religious teachings have been about sex is for procreation. Well, and we're in the Bible Belt right now yes. here in Atlanta. And yes. this is where We've Sean and I work. These are the people that we work with. And there's it, it, it is. It's very procreation focused. And there's a whole lot of shame coming out of religion, too, which women have to work through. Right. So and that so, they think that once they're beyond childbearing, they're they're not a sexual creature anymore. So let's longer. just tell everybody that that's absolutely not true. No. So let's break that myth that the sex does go beyond menopause, yeah. as we are. Sexy uh, doesn't have an expiration date. I think we're all living date. proof of that, right? That. We are all proof of that, and we are still enjoying our sexuality. I think one of the things that happens during menopause is that we don't really understand what's going on because the sex education is not there. We were yes. never taught what happens afterwards. We were taught when we started our period what to expect, but we were never taught what to expect after menopause. It just it's not out there. And the truth is that after menopause, we are actually opened up sexually. We can go. That's when we go wild. That's. I mean, that's where <laughs> girls gone yeah, wild. Yes. <laughs> like women. Women. Women are wild, and that's when we actually can come into our our most authentic essence, because we're not burdened by children. Mm. We're not burdened by periods. We're not burdened by any of those swings now we are free to fly and we definitely don't have the baby knocking on the door hurry up mommy come on out and help me <laughs> right exactly <laughs> no pressure from the kids and making it what a are quickie. you doing in there <laughs> you as they hear the rumble of the Sibian <laughs> <laughs> you can just enjoy your sexuality without worrying about the time or whatever you can take exactly. the time and do what you need to do and come out the other end much more pleasantly surprised and yes. relaxed at the whole thing so now that we know that age and sex are not directly related where or indirectly related where the older you are the less sex you're going to have and it's actually the reverse the older you are the more sex you can have so i hope everybody takes that piece of wisdom home with them and i think sex changes as we get older i think we actually become more sensual we become more patient with it we get more we need to be more creative because our bodies do change and they do require different techniques in order to have pleasure, for example, after menopause, a lot of women, if their estrogens aren't balanced, they will have more dryness. Men have more difficulty maintaining erections for as long as they did when they were 18. Uh, but those are just natural things that we can evolve with mm -hmm. and work around that actually make people better lovers. Well, I think having sex toys in your life can certainly uh, fill, oh, yes. fill that gap if yep. you need to. If it's you. There's it, a reason they were called marital aids. Yes. <laughs> there is. They really help. Yes, they are. And I think really it's about opening up the conversation of what yes. is possible, what is going to make us happy and have a fulfilled sex life in the older age or as you need it. And that's the kind of thing that we're encouraging here is people talking about it, normalizing a discussion about sex to your friend, to your neighbor, to your aunt, uncle, whoever it might be, and that we don't have to feel shame when we talk about sex. And it is fun. It still is fun. It still is fun. And it makes us feel great, of course. It's the playtime of adulthood. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and, and in terms of using the Sibian later in life, well... It's, it's actually better than the first time I tried it when I was younger. So. I wish people could see your body language right now. <laughs> you look like it was just Christmas oh, morning. <laughs> yeah, well, that's, yeah, that's kind of how the Sibian makes you feel. <laughs> well, we're kind of coming to the end of our show. We've been having a wonderful discussion here. I think we should have a piece of advice from each of these beautiful ladies here in front of us that might you know, encourage women to continue to explore their bodies, continue to evolve, continue to talk a little bit more, 
more every day about their sex and sexuality. So, Jen, what kind of advice would you want to give the women out there who might want to be, uh, that, that would encourage them to do exactly that? Well, I think, and, and we've been telling, we've been talking to women all, this whole weekend about it, but one thing we've repeated over and over again is that an investment in a Sibian or in another sex toy is really an investment in yourself, in your own pleasure, in your own happiness. Take that step. There's nothing to be ashamed about. It, you really have everything to gain. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's really great advice. Um, buddy, how about you? I love the statement, sexy doesn't have an expiration date. So it doesn't matter what age you are, embrace your sexuality, take control of your own pleasure, bring all toys of all different sorts and find out what works for you. Don't be afraid of the Sibian. Oh, that was great advice, Bunny. Go ahead, Nancy. Women need to remember that their pleasure matters. And sexy and sexuality is a, life, a lifetime adventure. And be, let go of your shame. It's not helping you. Let go of your guilt. It's not helping you. And embrace your, the journey of creative exploration. I love that. That sounds great. And I guess I would add as a last note that it's never too late. Don't give up. It's never too late to change. Great sex matters. Um, happy, healthy, and horny is a very great way to live. It keeps us living longer and healthier because who wants to live forever if you're not healthy? So don't give up. Go back at it as many times as it takes to find your sexuality if you've given up on it or to make the, your sexuality even better. Spice it up. Listen, learn, and live sexy to the sexy lifestyle because we've got lots of great information here. Thanks for joining us today. A last word from David. So uh, it was amazing sitting here with you four beautiful women here at the Ultimate Women's Expo in Atlanta. I think we'll let Nancy wrap up for her show and then Carol can wrap up for our show. So this is Dr. Nancy with The Conscious Living Show. Remember to love hard, laugh more, and kiss longer. Well, that's it for our show. Thanks, everybody, for being here and especially for you for listening. And join us again next time for another hour of The Sexy Lifestyle and Conscious Living Show. Stay sexy, everyone. Hey, sexy people. If you're ready to start your sexual evolution, we've got some amazing prizes to give away. Some of the great prizes include Womanizer, the most advanced pleasure product for stronger, longer, and more intense orgasms. SDC.com is giving away a lifetime membership to the sexiest online community of open-minded people. Touch from experience, warm. It warms your personal lube, then automatically dispenses it with a wave of your hand. And we can't forget, Throws of Passion Waterproof Pleasure Blanket. Keep your bed dry, no matter how wet it gets. For your chance to win one of these amazing prizes, simply send us an email at info at thesexylifestyle.com with the word contest in the subject line. Your name will be entered into the weekly drawing and remember to visit our website regularly for a list of the winners and more information about all the amazing prizes and sponsors. Go to the sexylifestyle.com contest page and enter as often as you like. Thank you for joining Carol and David for this week's edition of The Sexy Lifestyle. We've got another one lined up next Tuesday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on The Sexy Lifestyle Network. The weekend is just around the corner, so try something new, spice it up, and you just might have the best sex ever. 